Hi, I'm Maria Theoharis of LSOs, and this is So Organized Style Podcast featuring sewists from the Sober 50 community. Grab a cuppa and relax with us. The toys all have patterns, their arms and legs move, and they've all got like different characters. And my daughter writes stories for them as well. She went to university, she went to Oxford and she studied English. So she's a writer, so she writes stories about them as well. So they've all got their little stories written. Lisa, or at A Sewing Life, is today's Sober 50 podcast guest. I hope that you saw Lisa's guest post as an editor on the Sober 50 account. Thanks for joining us on Sober 50 podcast on Soul Organized Style. Sober 50 intersects with all communities. We're a community that is so over ageism. The Sober 50 community is positively leading, being visible. Good morning, Lisa. Hi. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm just going to make you bigger. Oh, don't do that. I haven't got full makeup on. <laughs> Lisa, from what I can see on your account, you lead a very busy life. I do. Can you tell us what you usually sew? Like most sewers, I've sewn everything all of my life since I was little. It goes through phases, really. It sort of like follows the phases of my life. But at the moment, I've been doing like lots of bags and purses. And I've been making them into videos of sort of like 60 second videos and putting them on Instagram. It's going really well. It's it's grown really quite quickly. Before that, I was designed a range of like heritage toys. I did those for about a year and I would do, they've all like got little limbs that move and I do like little stop animations with them. But before that, I've done everything, loads of clothes, home furnishings, curtains, bedspreads. I haven't done quilting. That is something that I do want to do in the future. I haven't done quilting. But yeah, I have sewn everything, everything and anything throughout the years. I think if you can sew, you can sew anything. Yeah, if you can sew a straight line, you can sew anything. Exactly. That's exactly what I say. All you need to do is be able to sew a straight line and then you can literally make anything. So you've been sewing all your life? Yeah. And where did you learn your sewing skills? I don't ever remember learning. I just remember sewing. So I remember when I was little, I used to get for Christmas, I used to get sewing kits where you'd make an animal like a tiger or a teddy bear and those types of things. And I used to have like Barbies and Cindy. I used to have Cindy, which is similar to Barbie. And I used to make clothes for them and like little bed clothes for them. So my mum sews and my nan sews. Our back room always had a sewing machine there set up. So I've always been around sewing, but I don't ever remember you know, somebody sitting and showing me. I just sort of picked it up, really. So I've never had any formal qualifications. I've never gone on to any courses or done a sort of a degree or anything like that. So, yeah, it's just sort of purely things that I've picked up along the way, really. And obviously, before we had the internet, you know, now you can look and you can learn everything, can't you? There's nothing that you can't learn how to do. I think I would say it was in my blood because my mum did it and my nan did it. And it's been handed down, I suppose. Yeah, but neither of my girls so, actually. Now, with all of the sewing that you've been doing with toys and with bags, mm -hmm. I've heard that you've started to create patterns for them as well. Yes, the toys all have patterns. I've got five of them. Their arms and legs move and they've all got like different characters. And my daughter writes stories for them as well. She went to university, she went to Oxford and she studied English. So she's a writer. So she writes stories about them as well. So they've all got their little stories written. There's a range of clothes that they all wear. So I first started doing the patterns by doing the patterns for them. And then more recently, I've done the patterns for the bags and the purses and the items that I've been making more recently. But before that, I never designed pat. I would just design a pattern and make it. 
but I would just hand draw it. Whereas now, because I'm making them and selling them through my website, I have to do them digitally. So that was quite a big skill to learn how to do because I wasn't really a techie person before. So I've had to rapidly increase my um, technical knowledge very rapidly. And because you've been getting your technical knowledge up to speed, where can we find you and your patterns online? My patterns are on my website, which is asewinglife.com. Yes, so everything is available on my website. Okay. How did you discover the Cyber 50 community on Instagram? When I went onto Instagram, so before, sort of about a year and a half ago, I wasn't really on any social media at all. I think I had a Facebook account, but I didn't really go on it. And my daughter, she started me on Instagram because I didn't have a clue. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even know how to get onto it. She sort of set up an account for me. And then what I did was I just looked for sewing people. So, you know, the people that I follow on Instagram are just sewing people. So all of my feed are sewing people, really. And it's lovely. You know, it's really nice. I know some people, you know, I've heard of other people who have bad experiences with Instagram but I mean I think it's been just lovely I came upon them quite in the beginning really because obviously they're so big so I sort of started following them and then I just sort of you know carried on following lots and lots of sewing people so I've just got a a feed full of sewers it's great it's good that you were able to connect with so many people at a time when it was really important to find others yeah it was good I started before COVID actually and in the first year my Instagram account was only growing very very slowly it didn't grow very much at all over that first year you know it was nice to go on it and I was doing the videos but I was still working all through COVID every day I was in school I was quite lucky because I was still having contact with people on a daily basis whereas obviously some people weren't so I've really enjoyed Instagram and I think So Over 50 is brilliant. It's so good. Really, really good. When you're looking at patterns for yourself, it's so close. Are there any pattern designers that you've seen that actually feature older sellers on their grids or on their patterns? I know that So Over 50s do use some of the designers that do feature the Over 50s, which I think is fantastic. Because at the moment, I'm not making lots of clothes and using clothes patterns. Yep. I don't keep much of an eye on the clothes designers at the moment right. because I'm busy making the bags and that sort of thing. I haven't made any clothes for a not massive amount of clothes recently, but I'm sort of going to start again. I know in the UK, there's um, so over it. I think she she uses over 50s, which is brilliant. Yeah, so I think it's great that they're using people over the age of 50. It's fantastic. We need to definitely be better represented. Yeah, definitely. The backstory with Sew Over It was that they approached Sober 50 and they also had Sober 50 featured on their grid for a week. They managed their grid, so that was really oh, good. that's good. So that was a really good way of engaging the Sober 50 community from a pattern designer's yeah. point of view, yeah. Oh, that's good. I do follow a lady who, um, Louisa Dunn, she's a model, an Australian model, got a huge Instagram account. She's rich so she's got this like gorgeous gray hair silver I think her her name is something like the silver lining or something like that got a huge Instagram following and I always think gosh she'd be fantastic on modeling for so over 50 brilliant she would look fantastic yeah like a massive following and she's gorgeous she'd look you know she'd look fabulous in anything she wears Mm. so Lisa for people who are looking at making toys Mm -hmm. or bags, what advice would you give them? I think pick 
one project just pick one project first of all don't get overwhelmed with it just pick the thing that you like the most and then I think if you were doing the toys because the toys there's some simpler ones there's some hand-sewn ones that I've got I would pick a simple hand-sewn project that perhaps doesn't have the clothes it's quite easy because I think hand-sewing is very relaxing and I would pick something like that small first Or if you have grandchildren or children, the bigger characters like Theodore Bear, they're more sort of heirloom characters that you would give to somebody. Have lots of people making them for like a baby or grandchild, something like that. I would just pick one that you really sort of fall in love with and then maybe think about who you could give it to as well. It can give you like a huge amount of pleasure making things for people, can't it? And particularly if it's like a little grandchild or, you know, a little new baby, giving something like that that you know is going to sit in their room for ages would be lovely. And then for the if you were making a bag, what I would say is a shopping bag is a good start they're really easy you can make like a really easy tote bag which is just so so simple with literally a couple of straight lines and then it's something that you'll you can use all the time because I think when you make something you need to be able to use it a lot as well to feel that it was really worth your time and effort of making it so that you get a good return on it I think that's what I'd do great Lisa thank you for coming onto the podcast for Sober 50 And I'm really pleased that you've given us some information about how to get started when it comes to making our own bags and our own toys. Welcome. Thank you very much. It was lovely. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, you're more than welcome. All right. Super. Okay. Well, enjoy your day. Thank you. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Bye. This episode of Sober 50 Podcast on Solganized Style was produced by me, Maria Thea Harris, with permission of Lisa sound by bensound.com if you want to provide a guest post for server 50 make sure you direct message sandy at server 50 on instagram you can subscribe to sold and i style podcast but with an s not a z on all good podcast apps make sure you go back and listen to our free server 50 podcast archive and if you can consider supporting the production of this podcast on patreon we look forward to joining you in your sewing room next time stay safe everyone